Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharp Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey everyone. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Mentoring, Mentoring for, the for the Modern Musician. Musician. That's you guys. That's you guys. The Modern Musician. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's us. The mentoring guys. <laughs> Trying to mentor. That's right. <laughs> doing, doing our best. Doing our best. Now, now that we got our, our positions established here. Exactly. You, know, you exactly. know, you might not be a musician. You might be... You might love a musician. You might be in the industry. You could be in the industry. That's right? true. Maybe you, you love a modern musician. That's right. Maybe you work with a modern musician. Right. Maybe you work for a modern musician. Yeah. I, all of those are possibilities. Right. I like that. Or a legacy artist. Doesn't have to be a modern musician. It's all about the industry. It is about the industry. That's why they're... So a legacy artist now is a modern musician. It is a modern musician. Because the way that you're a legacy artist now... Excellent point, sir. Right? Is different than the way you were a legacy artist in the 70s. Excellent point. Or in the 80s. or in Yeah. Absolutely. So we've had a couple of really heavy podcasts Which back to back. Amazing. If you have not checked them out... Please go listen to our interview yeah. uh, with with Zach, the CEO for uh, for venue. venue, and then with Brian, uh, uh, who uh, is the chief of business development for uh, um, Soundster. Yeah, those they're super heavy, and there's a lot of information there. Well, it's, they're heavy because there there's so much technical stuff that's in there. Yes, but again, really important to modern music. Yep, uh, just and there, look, listen to them because they will both. Uh, give you new avenues for revenue streams. Exactly. If you're a performing exactly. musician. And and current up-to-date industry information. Absolutely. But right, so... So because of that, because we decided of that. to sort of go a little lighter yes. uh, with this week's podcast. And uh, we were we were fortunate enough to uh, recently be able to catch up with a, a, an old uh, musician buddy of ours who we Friend played with. bandmate. Yeah, that we played with, I don't know, 30 years ago. Uh, probably, yeah, right? high school. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh, and Mick was, was, uh, in the area and he, uh, we ended up talking about old bands that we had played in and, and I don't remember which one of us asked him, but so whatever happened to that, that, uh, that's God banjo and, uh, floating boats. Right. 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 What, whatever and happened with that? I thought you guys were on the bris on the, you were like on the cusp. Well, yeah, and so he was telling us about a story, um, with this band, he's in a ska band and he's like seven people and. And I remembered, and I, it sort of came back. I'm like, oh, right, there was that guy. I remember you were in that guy, man. I yeah. forgot that you, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, at one point, right toward the end of the band, someone had, appro- they'd been doing pretty well and going out mm-hmm. on the road a little bit, and yeah. someone had approached them, an playing agent. All the, playing all the colleges in, in yeah. Boston. Like, they were the, one of the most sought after. Ska, college. Well, college bands band, in, in right? Boston. So, and, and unlike what it says in Spinal Tap, Boston is actually the biggest college so. <laughs> Exactly right. Um, and so somebody well, they were had, working. They were, they were working. And somebody had, had approached them about putting them on a circuit and sort of, you know, doing six weeks out and then, you know, a couple weeks back or a week back mm-hmm. and then six weeks out and a couple weeks back. And they're like, this is it. We're in. And and, and really for what they were doing and, and what that the, absolutely would have it done would it. have done, it would have done amazing things for their career. And but what happened was well, and 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 Mick, who is a, was is actually a phenomenal musician, felt like he was the least talented musician in the band. <laughs> right, so he was, joking, he was playing the guitar. He said, right. "Yeah, I trained monkey could have played." So that, that should let you know how great this band. This was. a great band. Right. And um, and for the time, what the, this is like, 
early 90s, right? right? Probably. Yeah. Um, th- that would have been a great time to, to for that band to take off Perfect. as well. Yeah. So, but what happened was the drummer <laughs> came to the band and said, you know what, guys, if if we take these gigs, my wife's going to leave me. Right. And unlike what you guys are all thinking, <laughs> so what, what did the new drummer do? <laughs> nope. What happened was the band broke up. Right. They didn't take the opportunity. Right. And so as Mick is telling us this story, Michael and I both break into, oh, man, you guys were in Boston. All you had to do is like go, go to down, Berkeley. go to Berkeley, just hang up some Which flyers, still, start auditioning some drummers. Berkeley was still uh, Berkeley School of Music right. at the time. I don't know if it was right. Berkeley College of Music. No, yet. Not but, even Berkeley College of Music. But uh, we're like, all right, so what you do is you go, you get a new drummer, you get that drummer to talk to his wife and say, can I do this can first? I do the first leg. Leg, which is this first six-week leg. Right. Meanwhile, you've, you audition new drummers, you find a new drummer. And have them rehearsing with you so that by the time that first six-week leg is done, you got a couple weeks to rehearse with him to go out on the second one. The other drummer's out. He doesn't get divorced. Right. Boom. Boom. You guys are there. You take the opportunity. You guys are making money on the road. And Mick looks at us and goes, following. dude, no, none of us thought any of that. We didn't think that. At <laughs> all. We, we needed you guys. And we were like, okay, wow. This yeah. is the kind of thing that we need to make sure... Yeah. That we're talking about is, and I th- wasn't the name, do we already mention? Floating Boats. Is it floating yeah, Boats. I think it was The Floating Boats. Which, so like. Our, I think it was The Floating Boats because The was, you had to have that yes. in front of your band I think in the 90s. Our yes. name for our band at that time was The Source. I think it was. And then the people at the channel would go, right. are you guys The Source from. Right, exactly. From, from, from Brooklyn? Right, exactly. Or are you The Source from Connecticut? Right. Oh, no, no, you're The Source from New Hampshire. Gotcha. Right, exactly. yeah, right, gotcha. right. Um, but it made us think. This is the kind of thing that uh, defines mentorship. This is what you need mentors for. Yeah. This is why it's important to have people around your band and in your life that you can take these situations to. Right. And talk about, so this is what's going on. What do you think? Right. right? And this is, look, if they had a manager... You right. would hope that the manager would walk would walk you through that. If they had a booking agent, you know, you'd hope that the booking agent would walk you through that. But that is becoming increasingly less and less of the industry. Well, and even back then, mm-hmm. I don't remember. We didn't ask me. We should ask him. Did you have a manager? What did your manager say? Yeah. I don't think they had a manager. They didn't. But but even if you had a manager, if it's a manager who's a friend of yours and isn't right. a man, they're like, oh, you can't have Steve out of the band. He was one of the founding members, and you're like. Right. He's the drummer in a Scott band, bro. Exactly. Like, there's a lot of drummers at Berkeley that'll be just who the as founding good. member is anyway. It's, you know, do you guys all know? You guys all know who Pete Best is, right? Yeah, Pete right. Best. Yeah. No, most right. of you don't. Yeah. Right. He was original, the original drummer for the Beatles. Original drummer for the Beatles. That's right. It wasn't Ringo. You know why Pete got lost his job? He, he wasn't very play. good. He's good looking, but he couldn't play. Right. George Martin said, "I'm not working with this individual." So should he the shan't be in the band? Should the Beatles have just gone? But he's our friend. We're not going to so change. I guess we're not going to. Do this. We're not going to take this record deal. We're not uh, going to become the biggest band in the world. No, they say. Sorry, Pete. <laughs> you're not very good. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you're a good guy. Not a good. Not a great drummer. So great bloke. Not we, a great drummer. We've we've got a new drummer. Bye, Pete. <laughs> like that's sort of right. That's the deal. But if it's a band, you all have to be amazing. Right. 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 Like well. Right. And again, to get back to this this 
particular story, it's important to have people in your life and around the band that can give you these different interpretations of what reality is. Right. Right? Right. So the reality of that situation was, no, the band doesn't have to not take the gig. There are many, many, many options that you can go with. And this is a hard thing to do when you are sunk into your, you know, single-mindedness of your music. Yeah. Is to hear outside influences and outside advice and outside words of wisdom. But it is crucial to problem solving. Well, and as an artist, which musicians we are, you're you're thinking in terms of your artistic vision and you can get very locked into that and that's important and useful and that's what makes it valid and valuable. However, like let's say just for a second that it were a business that right. you're in, yep. right? Mm-hmm. The idea of a business getting a brilliant business opportunity and because one of the seven people that work there was like, I don't know, my wife's going to be mad at me. <laughs> Everybody go, cool, see you later. We're going to find somebody to replace you. Exactly. Because in, Guess we're looking for another programmer. Guess we're looking, exactly. Because the premise of a business is we're going to do this and we're going to make money. Right. Right. And that's not why we get into, most of us, that's not why right. we get into being a musician. But interestingly, it's why most of us get out of it. Good point. It's because we're not making money. Right. So why not start on the front end talking about the money end and how to make money right. with your art? And that making money with your art isn't... Selling out. Selling out. It's also not impossible. It's also right. not easy. Right? Yeah. It's also not something that happens overnight unless it does. Right? Exactly. There are, ways to, there are certainly ways to make money while you're doing it, and we've talked about lots yep. of them, and there are a lot of them on our website. There's always going to be opportunities as musicians to make money that there's always going to be a way for you to find income streams absolutely right but when you get wrapped into and i want to be careful how we're saying this Mm -hmm. or not careful but purposeful about how we're saying this that when you get wrapped in your artistic bubble Mm -hmm. which is good you want to create good art and have something that's valuable but did you want to be on the cover of a magazine you did? That's part of your vision? Okay. Right. So the magazine wants you on the cover because you're going to sell more covers, copies of that magazine. Right. They don't want you on the cover for your artistic vision. They'll talk right. about what your artistic vision is while you're on the cover. Right. But they want you on the cover because to sell magazines. And, and the way that they're selling magazines is because you're a really successful touring band. Right. Called the Floating Boats. <laughs> you're a ska band. So here's the other end of it that, that I think is really important to talk about. It's important to have these people in your life, whether we call them mentors and, and you pay them, right? And they're and they're, you know, like mm-hmm. like the people that we work with. Yeah. Or they are somebody that you that you know who has had success in their field, mm-hmm. like real success in their field. Not yeah. imagined success. Right. Not I almost made it. Right. Right. Or I almost made it and boy, if I had done this, it would have been a lot better. That can sometimes be a great thing, right? Right. But it's really important that you have these people who are still up on the industry as it is now and not how it was, right? <laughs> that you can go to and say, give these situations who it's not going to, you know, that they're going to give you this advice. And 
if you are, if your response is to be frustrated and say things like, well, you don't understand, right? That's very much like when you're a kid and your parents are trying to get you to wear a coat to school because it's 25 degrees out. I'm not cold. Exactly. Mom. You just don't get it. You, you understand. Like, we can't do it without Bruce the drummer. Right. We can't right. do it. Right? <laughs> exactly. And if you're if you're acting that way, then you're wrong. Yeah. Right? And, and I would there, urge, there's always exactly. another way to do something. There isn't one way. And if you're jumping up and down. Yeah. And I would encourage you to, to you know, not let that, like, whiny little baby part of yourself yeah exactly drive exactly. right it's okay to have we all have that in our right. head totally i have that every time i start shoveling the driveway oh absolutely the first four or five shovels <laughs> in my head is like, it's, it's gonna take forever it's gonna be forever i'll never get this done never gonna be done that's fine that that right. voice is in my head absolutely what i can what i do then is i do one more shovel full right. and i continue along and eventually that voice goes away and the rational person who goes, I exactly. need to be able to get out of the driveway so I can to the studio, he wins and he shovels the driveway. Right. Well, and 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 the other part that is that is a big part of of that is this idea that if you find yourself getting frustrated because you can't explain what the situation of the band is, what the situation of the problem is, what the it means that you don't really know. Oh yeah, good point. Right? Yeah. That if you can't teach something or explain it. It means you don't really know it. You don't really know it. That there's something about it. Right. So if you find yourself acting like a four-year-old. Right. And jumping up and down. Right. Right. And saying you don't understand. It's because you really are about four when it comes to this situation. And you don't actually understand. Right. Right. So you got to have people in your life who you can be around. Yeah. That can help you through that. Yes. Right. And we call that mentoring. I mean, yeah. that's the, you know, that it is somebody who... Who and it can be somebody who's been there. It could be somebody from another field. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right? It doesn't have to be somebody from the same. It doesn't have to be somebody that's in music. It doesn't have to be somebody who used to be a musician. It could be somebody. It could be your lawyer, your industry lawyer. Right. Right. Who, while they don't maybe play an instrument and they can't sing a lick, they understand the industry. They understand the industry. Right. And they're able to be creative and think outside the box because guys and women who are out there listening to this. Thinking outside the box is what's going to save you yeah. in this modern industry. Absolutely. And again, part of the other part of that is occurring to me as you're talking about this in, in your attitude and your mentality is it's important as an artist and as a musician and as someone who's, whether or not you want to be an entrepreneur in this new modern world, modern industry, it's important that you are teachable. Yeah. That your mentality is, <laughs> right, I am coachable. capable of learning things and of growing. Yeah. If you think you have all the answers, <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And if and, and we, were, we were actually talking about this yesterday too. And if all of your answers that you've come up with are based on things you've heard rock stars say oh, yeah. about the way they got famous. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that, okay? <laughs> Asking a rock star who got, like, signed when they were 19 yeah. and is now 35 right. in their mansion, mm -hmm. how their career went yeah. is like asking a hitman <laughs> who got off on a technicality in a trial right. why they were set free. Right. 
He's like, hey, they didn't give me. That's why. You know what right. I'm saying? You're like, no, there's actually a lot going on there. Because I'm, so I'm so good they couldn't prove it. <laughs> exactly. No, it's like, well, no, you should probably your lawyer had a technicality. And so there, right. there is so much that goes on to, that goes into how Mick Jagger got where Mick Jagger is. Right. right? right. And not because Mick Jagger wasn't paying attention. He's been paying attention. That guy's brilliant. Exactly. But his understanding of how it happened mm-hmm. is, you know, different than right. some of it. Absolutely. Right? Like, I don't know that the Beatles are going to hang their hat on the fact that, you know, their manager, Brian Epstein, bought 10,000 copies of their first <laughs> single and that's how it charted. Right? Like, that's... Right. Allegedly. True story. Right? No, so True story. B- that's that because that wasn't part of their experience. That was part of his experience, and it doesn't mean. And I love using the Beatles as an example because they were brilliant and they deserved right. all the success they Absolutely. got. Absolutely, but, but they might not have had any if they hadn't charted with that first single. Then the only reason they charted is because their manager bought ten thousand copies. Right. So th- that being part of the narrative, uh, and understanding that there are things outside of what the rock star is going to understand. Right. Helps you go, okay, I'm going to listen to their story for inspiration. Yes. And then I'm going to listen to a podcast or read an article or watch a movie about what their manager did. Exactly. And what the label did and what the booking agent did and what, you know what I'm saying, what their lawyer did. And start thinking outside the box. Right. And what what can you do to get your career moving in a positive way? Yeah. So if you are if you're an artist that's always wanted to tour and you have a band that gets offered a tour and the drummer comes back and says, "Hey, you know, my wife or my husband's going to divorce me if I if I go on tour." That doesn't mean you don't go on tour. Right. It means you get a new drummer. After you you freak out and go, "Did you, you want to tell us about this earlier?" <laughs> I think this is something you could have brought up over coffee. <laughs> So then go, okay, right. I hear you, man. All right. uh, we're going to get another drummer now. Right. Do you want to be a band or not? Exactly. Do you want to tour or not? Do you want right. to have a successful career? Right. Is is music going to be your vocation or your avocation? Exactly. Right. And And we're assuming that everybody who's listening to this and is a musician... Right, that it's if it's your if it's just your avocation if it's just your if it's just your hobby we can still the stuff that we're telling oh, you is still going to help same you thing. be happier and more successful. You're still going to want to clarify who you are and right. figure out your, you know your goals and exactly. But you know if you're all in on your career, yeah, then you are going to want to continually look for the way that you can move forward. Yeah. In a positive manner in this industry. Yeah. Right. And part of that means having people in your life that you can go to when you feel like a four year old. Right. And you don't know what to do. Right. Right. And you can't see where the exit to the room in the room is. And let's right? l- let's add another piece to this. One of the other reasons that this was able to happen to the band The Floating Boats was I can guarantee you, having never been there, mm-hmm. I can still guarantee you this. They never had a conversation where they all sat down and went, Right. So what do we want? So what's our goals? What are our goals as a band? What's our intentions? Where do we see ourselves in two in years? A year? In a year. In, in 18 months. 18 months. In three years. In yeah. five years. Right. Hey, Chucky the drummer, <laughs> is your wife going to be cool with this? Or the, right? Right. Like, 
exactly. And it seems like because and oh, again, what's that? I'm sorry. You want to have kids? Okay, guess we're gonna need a new drummer. We're need a new drummer, exactly. <laughs> Unless you want to be a horrible dad and Miss get divorced. Sure. I mean, it's that's just, cool too. Absolutely. Whatever. That's a good story. That's a great story. That you can motivate you to right work harder. Right. Absolutely. No, right, but but that communication is always going to be important. Yes. And again, this is where. That's a great point, Adam. So communication inside the band and outside the band yeah. is going to be really important. There's, and again, because we don't think of it initially, innately, as a business when we're when we're starting right. it, right? Right. It's an art. It's an art. We're, we let ourselves get away with a lot of stuff that you would never let yourself get away with if you were starting a business. <laughs> right. So if you're... If you're starting a hardware store, you're not going to like, I don't want to talk about, I want to narrow myself down. I'm not going to call myself a hardware store. Well, you know what? Let's make it a 2018, almost 2019 right, example. Start a hardware store. Right. So if you're going to start an online business. If you're going to start a hardware store, don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so it's 2018 business. Right, you're starting an online business now. You're going to do a drop shipping business from right. Amazon. Right. Right. So the people that are going to work with you, you guys, you're, you will have all talked about and had meetings and have flowcharts right about what kind of growth you're expecting what kind of benchmarks you're expecting you know what sorts of of parameters you are putting on the business and where you see expansion yep right that's all going to be before you even start the business right before you even name it oh and if we continue along with that analogy you're probably going to pay attention to what works and what doesn't? And what doesn't? <laughs> well, this thing's selling like crazy. But I really like item B. We're gonna put it all in on item B. Hey, exactly. Nobody likes item B. Right. But that's exactly. my artistic vision. But that's what I wanted. Well, nobody cares. That's who I thought I was gonna be. Go play that for your mom. Exactly. She's always gonna help you. Hopefully. Exactly. Or right. if she doesn't, have that motivate you. Right. Prove her wrong. Right. And so the, the I love this example because the point to this is that your your business and whether you're alone, you're a solo artist or mm -hmm. you're a duo or you are a band. Yep. yep. You those decisions, the more intentional you can be mm -hmm. about your decisions, the better off you're gonna be. Absolutely. Look, yes, it would be amazing if you were able to like wake up at ten, get a cup of coffee, grab your guitar, you go to your piano, write a song. And then at some time around noon, you get a text from your manager that would just tell you that your album went platinum again. And That's yep. not ever going to happen. It's not going to happen. This it. is, right? Like, your album's not going to go platinum. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking to Bruno Mars. Right, right? exactly. Like, you, might, you might get, you know, 500,000 spins. Yes. Right? You but, but you are not going to sell you 5 might, million copies of an album. You, you it's might, not happening. You might go 500 million spins if Absolutely. the song's in the right playlist. Right. Right? And I'm not, this is the opposite of saying don't visualize, don't see yourself doing well, don't, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Absolutely visualize, just like you would if you were a professional athlete, seeing yourself hit into the gap, seeing yourself, you know, hit a home right. run, right? Yeah. Which is a thing, it's a real, visualization mm -hmm. is a real thing, also very useful for your, for your, uh, for your career. And I, we should do a podcast on that if we haven't. Do we do a <laughs> podcast on visualization? I don't know. I see us doing one though. <laughs> I'm going to visualize it. Okay. You know, again, if if you are if you're a solo artist and you get an offer to you know, go on support tour, right, with someone, 
And your first instinct is to say, well, if, if I go on that, I'm going to lose my job. Oh, yeah, right. Right, my day gig. I, I, I can't take that much time away from my day job. Then that says something about your commitment to your career. Exactly. Right? And so this example that we started the podcast with is it said something about the commitment of this drummer to the career of the band. Right. And the unfortunate mistake was it didn't have to say anything about the band. Right. Right? And the whole rest of the band was totally into it. Exactly. And so I used the example of a solo artist to simplify it and say, look, if if you get a chance to do something for for your career that's going to that's going to give you forward momentum and your instinct is to not do it because of things that don't have to do with your career right you need to pay attention to that that's what that says about your career right if it's because you don't want to go because you're going to lose a relationship you're going to lose a day gig you're you know in the middle of negotiating for a new apartment and, you know, you're not sure you're going to, right? You know, I don't know if my car will make it that far, but you, right? There right. are solutions to things like the car. There aren't any solutions to the to the internal dialogue that goes on about, well, I don't know if I can do that because I'll lose this relationship or I'll lose this yeah. job or I'll, right? You go, okay, so that's good. Pay attention to that. That means that that you probably are not, wanting this for your career. Right, that the career that you're that you're right? thinking you want exactly. is probably not for you. And look, there are reasons to not go on the road. Yes. Right? You go this, you know, this artist is not a great match for me. Right? That's a, exactly. that's a reason to not do it. Yes. Right? Absolutely. That that makes sense. Or, you know, I'm almost done recording my EP and if I go on this tour, I'm not going to be able to finish it for another 6 months. And I already have some momentum going on this playlist. Yes. With stuff. And I know that this, and I've got these these different playlisters who are asking me for new material. Yes. But I would jump in right there if you told me that. And I'd go, really, though? Six months? How long's the trip? Well, the road trip is two weeks, and I've got studio time booked out. No, you're fine. Here's what we'll do you'll right. go out on the thing, and we'll, do you know what I mean? There's all kinds of different ways. To make it, I love what you're talking about there. That that w- noticing what kinds of choices you're making. Right. Well, and I like what you just did because it's exactly why I'm why we're talking about having somebody in your life who's a mentor. Right. Who can see outside of you. Right. In a way that you can't, and says, no, 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 no. We can figure out a way to make sure that this happens at this yeah. on the same time while you take this opportunity that will bring you some more success and, and someone around you to help you have a growth mindset. Exactly. Perfect. Instead of a closed mindset. Well said, right? sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well said, sir. <laughs> there is the nugget. The nugget is growth, growth mindset. mindset. That's looking, perfect. Looking for solutions, not staying in a problem. And that's what that's what we're talking about here. That's yeah. what a mentor should do. And a mentor can take all kinds of different places. Absolutely. All kinds of different And it doesn't look we're we're happy to reach out to us. We're we're happy to work with anybody. You Absolutely. know, we, we we love working with artists and helping them feel better. But if you don't get a hold of us or you can't, you know, get whatever, it doesn't work out. There are always people around you. Yeah. And it's not going to be just one, man. There's going right. to be 
We have mentors. Look for somebody who's positive. Look for somebody who's positive <laughs> and right. who, who seems to be happy. Who's Who has a growth mindset. Who has a growth mindset. Who seems to be doing well at what they're doing. Who's happy and is always able to look outside the box. And if you really feel like you can't find someone like that, listen to more podcasts like this one. Yeah. Right. Listen to look for look for you know Gary Vee is a great one. Great, oh. you know Gary Vee will motivate you. Absolutely, get you going. You know we're always going to be here trying to motivate you and get you going. Yeah. Right. And there are there are others. You want to be about that growth mindset that yep. Adam was just talking about. And so these problems that are that are cropping up, they are just opportunities for success. Yeah. Right. They're all they are is is they're not even they're not a roadblock. They're like those little speed bumps. Right. Right. Sometimes you got to slow down a little bit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or figure out a way to go around it. Right. If there's empty parking places on either side, just drive around just that. Just drive around that. Right. Speed bump. Exactly. Right. But you want to be about that growth mindset and, and forward motion. Yeah. And there's people in your life, even if they're, you know, in a podcast. Right. There's always going to be people around. So remember, you got this. We got your back.